Yeah, I got the handhelds because I got the handheld joint. But uh, yeah, back at it. Monday night means another edition, another Monday. Doing it big with my man Drew, and we got a special guest appearing on this show for the first time. The one and only Demond Sproul, Big Cuzzo. Me? What's going on, Cuzzo? Me? All right, I'm I'm back. What's up? <laughs> well, first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. He, you can't get we 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 can't get rid of him as much as you know, much as we want to. <laughs> Oh man, I'm like a, a, a dirty stain. I can't get rid of this damn stain. What's going dirty, on? Dirty, dirty D stain. Dirty, dirty D. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we uh, just uh, checking in with a, uh, like I said, another exciting edition of of M and M. I think sh- that's gonna be the short M and M. <laughs> and uh, talking, will that be a, a trademark infringement? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not as, not as initials, not as initials. If it's just M and M, so so what's going to be yours? So M and M got mom spaghetti because of what you're going to have. You got to get you a dish. <laughs> you're going M and M because of you got to get you a dish. <laughs> it's going to be ain't ain't green. <laughs> <laughs> It could be you. It could be so many things. It could be the greasy, yeah. the greasy, you know. Grandma's potato salad. Grandma's potato salad. Right. Yeah. Nah. I mean, yeah. That that mom's spaghetti is kind of. It's kind of interesting. I'm. I'm. If I go to Detroit, I'm gonna try to hit that up. That and Dillard's Donuts. <laughs> they have a whole have a whole Detroit musical uh, food odyssey. <laughs> Oh my God! It went from making cars and now rappers with uh, food, with food items, with, with delicacies hey, and stuff. You got you got to do something to bring people in there. You know, Detroit's had some rough times. You know, it's, and, it's and, rough up in the D. It's rough in the D. <laughs> it's cold in the D. It's cold and, and, in the D. And you know what? That's that's fit. That fits. I'm gonna get into the show because two Detroit teams got sent out of Chicago. Pretty coldly uh, over, you know, yesterday, and not, you know, it, the of course the Lions did. Of course, we'll we'll get into that uh, right away. But you know, uh, the uh, the Tigers, uh, the Tigers won. They were the only team that won in Chicago yesterday that wasn't a Chicago team. But they, you know, that was a that was a worthless win for them. The Sox didn't really have to worry about that. You know, it was it was it was a pretty exciting, busy day in the city yesterday. You had like three games of substance that were happening right, you know, within like two miles of each other. You, I guess you could say, you know, the Bears that Soldier Field beating the Lions, uh, of course the the Sky, which we're definitely gonna get into, winning uh, the the semifinal playoff game, game three. A big game that I was at personally uh, against the Connecticut Sun, uh, you know, just just south of Soldier Field and uh, you know, a little bit further south and west of there. You know, you had the Sox ending their, you know, Sox ending their regular season uh, with the uh, Detroit Tigers ending that series. They lost, like I say, they lost that game. Didn't really matter. Nothing was one lost or gained with that one. But, um, you know, and we'll get into that, too, of course, later, uh, maybe preview a little bit of 
the ALDS that's to come because you know the Sox know who they're going to play in the in that round. There's also the matter of who's going to fill out the other half of the bracket in the in the playoffs because you got the the Red Sox and the Yankees who are going to face off with each other in the wild card game and uh, winner that will face Tampa Bay. But uh, you know, let's let's keep it Chicago for now though. Of course, to start off with those Bears and um, you know. D, you were, you were at the game. You know, I wasn't at the game. Uh, you know, I, I I kindly turned it down for this week. But uh, you know, you were you were there in the stands amongst the people, and um, it was a pretty you know pretty positive event. You know, all all things uh, you know considered. You know, you had the Bears win, of course. You had Justin Fields showing the talent that we were expecting to, sh- to see from him. He was actually allowed to throw the ball upfield, interestingly enough. And we come to find out that, you know, because the guy who we all want to call the plays is uh, calling the plays again, Bill Lazor. And uh, Matt Nagy is, you know, he he, he was he – was, uh, he, 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 he kindly remind us that he's still the boss. You know, I, I love a boss that has to remind that he's the boss. You know? uh, but, uh, you know, he, 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 he kindly, he, you know, he so graciously gave up the call, the play calling, and uh, it seemed to work for the Bears again. Uh, you know, who to thunk it? But the Bears uh, win 24-14. Like I said, uh, you know, a lot of good connections from, uh, from fields to – uh, Darnell Mooney to mm-hmm. Allen Robinson. Bears utilized the run game to great effect. Uh, Montgomery with two touchdowns over 100 yards, uh, but you know, injury towards the end of the game. You know, uh, you know it's always a little. It's, the Bears can't just never have a clean win. You know, it's always got to be something involved with it. But um, you know, they're two and two now. They got a chance to. Go three and t- to to have a winning record. They you know travel to to Vegas this coming Sunday, but uh, you know keeping it in the present and the near in the near past. You know what were your thoughts on that game yesterday, D? And uh, you know we you know what was your observances about the game? Well, I tell you this much. So um, we went and got something to eat before. It was me, the missus, my um, aunt, and her boyfriend. Right. <clears throat> so we went to go get some eat. Get something to eat. Uh, um, beforehand, so we trying to get over there, right? We took the bus over there, trying to, you know, say get over there. They ain't want to walk. I'm like, come on, let's walk. And I ain't walking nowhere. It's CTA bus driver, so all you do is ride the bus. I'm like, I'm getting on the bus. We can go for free. <laughs> like, all right, fine. So as we walking in, I'm hearing cheer after cheer after cheer. I'm like, man, what's happening? I'm like, damn, Detroit must be doing their thing. And then I hear the Bear Down song. I'm like, oh, did we score? Like, <laughs> it's 12 11. <laughs> How the hell we score so fast? Maybe we ran back a punt return. I don't know. As we're walking through Soldier, we hearing 12-play drive and this and this. I'm like, damn, what's happening? So, my, so check this out. I had no idea that Bill Lazor was calling the plays. I'm thinking, damn, well, okay, maybe Nagy, you know, saying to kind of open it up. I had no idea that Lazor was calling the plays. And then after, I mean, we watched the whole entire game. Great seats, had a great time. Uh, fans around us was cool. A lot of Detroit fans, but everything was it, it was it was good time, man. Good time, man. Great seats, right? South end zone, right behind it, right. So at the end, I'm walking out, 
well, we headed back to the car, beat the beat the uh, thunderstorm just in time. You know, I throw on the radio, and they start talking about Bill Lazor. I said, "Well, damn it, that's why." That Nagy wasn't do, had no fingerprints on this. I'm like, well, damn, that's why we scored 24 points. <laughs> so uh, just seeing them on the field, man, it was great to see Fields out there. Now, I mean, there's still a, still a few rookie mistakes here and there. Young man, hold on the ball with two hands. Tuck it, tuck it, tuck it like this if you're trying to get away. Because I'm seeing too many strap, too many uh, uh, fumbles from the young fella. But he's young, though, so I, I, give him, I give him some slack on that. But hold on to the ball a little bit more. Um, he's a, he's a rookie, so he's going to do. Things like that, you gotta break right, them, exactly. them, bad, them bad college habits. You gotta break them exactly. But, yeah, gotta he's got to get back to fire, right? And he's he's got to learn how to be a professional in that. The, the right, he was the game was has been easy for him at every level. He's got to learn what the but, game is like when he's challenged. But the good thing about it is, laser made it easy for him, like right. a lot of the passes. The one pass to, I think it was Mooney down the field. We actually got the, it was, uh, I think it was like second or third drive. Might have been that second drive. The pass, like a 64-yard pass. My man, make it easy for him. That's the one thing about any kind of person, any person in leadership. Make it easier for your underlings or your employees, your players, whatever like that. Make it easy for them so they can succeed. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just That's make it. it easy for them. You know, And the play to their strength. And play to their talents and play to their strengths. The one thing that should have happened in Cleveland, and listen, I'm let you know right up front. Drew, I don't know what you know it's about myself, man, but I'm gonna tell you a little something about myself. <laughs> Ever since me and Ken was on the score, we was doing an overnights with Les Grob scene, whatever case might be. I've been saying for years, brother, Nagy shouldn't he wasn't a dude. Can't even say it on the podcast talking to Nagy. I said, damn it, you should have said my name to him. Because he a bum. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I'll listen. Drew, everybody out there, Nagy is not a good coach. He's not a good head coach. He'll motivate you. I can find a brother on Saturday night that hosts to motivate you. This dude, he can't coach. I'm sorry. He's not a good. He's not a good leader of men. He's not a good leader of men when it comes to actually on the field utilizing their talents to win football games. He's not it. See, I would. So, I would I, if 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 yeah. I, I'm kind of willing to disagree with that as far as the leading, the actual leading of people. Because we we yeah, talk about you, Cuzzo. but yeah, the motivate motivating and also just a, a certain keeping a certain attitude amongst your team. That because that's the one thing that I give them credit for amongst all this madness of the past couple of years is that the locker room hasn't turned on, them. at least because to the degree to, the to the degree where we could see it from the outside. Because that, there hasn't been there you. hasn't been an uprising in that way. Kyle, after that Cleveland game, I'm sure we've all been in locker rooms and interviewed people, right? We've been there. I'm sure a few of them looking at each other like, man, what the is this? <laughs> the only reason why I think he was able to get a pass for it, because they was had they were they were luck. I don't say luck up, because any to win any NFL game is hard. But they've been able to at least make it to the playoffs. Then they get smoked in the first half. I mean, smoked in the first game, and then they out, right? See, that's the thing. When you get to the dance, you never know what can happen, right? The Giants with Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. How the hell did that happen? But it happened. So as long as you get there, you get there, right? But if you have a dude that you can consistently, like, man, my grandma know this dude suck. If you can, your auntie know this dude suck, cousin. If you can see this, it's a problem. 
So my, my whole point of saying this is the game in Cleveland should have been a showcase for your two tight end sets, protection, and running the football. And it was the complete opposite. But what did we see in Detroit? Match protection, running the football, everything opened up. Now, if I can see that, damn it, come on, man. But thankfully, Bill Lazor, Bill Lazor took over the play calling and he did it. And as you said, he got to take credit for it. Got to take credit for it. Yeah. Got to be saying it everywhere. And, and, and what, uh, Drew, right, right quick, I think uh, getting back again to Nagy's strengths and, you know, potential strengths and weaknesses, I think – Again, his weak, yeah, his weakness definitely is his in his strategizing, his ability to adjust, not mid game and even mid week or mid opponent. You know, it's like he, he doesn't he he has a, he's, he's so he's he's the kind of just he has a plan and he tries to stick with it. You know, he he, he goes he he's willing to go down with the ship no matter what. And I think to a certain degree that there's a confidence there that it. You know, at at some at, in good times like in 2018, it could be a good thing. But in other times, like in the past, actually, and actually, actually, it benefited them last year too because it got them to it got them through that horrible stretch and allowed them to still get to the playoffs. But mm-hmm. the a lot happened around them too that allowed them to get into the playoffs back door. I don't see that happen. I didn't see that happening this year where. The NFC is, is a bit tougher. Their schedule is tougher. And they got to, you know, they they there's less excuses this year. There's less like there's less room for him to breathe now. And I think he's felt it to the degree where we get to the point where today, you know, sort of skipping ahead, where he's back to that, you know, uh if he's healthy, uh uh, you know, Andy Dalton's plan because again, he has to have the way things go the way that he wants, even though he saw for all intents and purposes yesterday that if things go different away from what they did the first three games, then they will finally have success. But he has to go backwards again to this comfort zone. But for what I still don't understand why, but he's doing it. Because in charge, and he and whatever he says goes, everything goes through him, and yada yada yada. And that's a failing on. That's definitely a failing on his part. It's a failure of leadership, and it you know it's it's ridiculous. It's gonna be what leads him out the door eventually. Yeah, I never I never really understood why the play calling went back to him in the first place. Like I understand that Bill Lazor took over doing a soft part of their schedule. But if you see it working, why go back to what you saw was not working? You know what I'm saying? And then to go through the rigmarole yesterday of not wanting to say that Bill Lazor was a play call, it's just very weird, man. I, I tweeted this out. Like, I watching this press conference, is like, I want to like this dude. I really do, man. And I, and I understand, you know, watching that, how his players, you know, they, they want to run through a brick wall for him, or at least it seems that way because there ain't been no mutinies or anything. But at the same point, yeah. Uh, Idea saying like both of y'all are saying the adjustments, man. It's just that's real bad, man. That's real bad. You know, you know what he's like. You know what he's like. Everybody talk about Ted Lasso nowadays. He got he got the can do attitude, but he has but he he has none of the emotional awareness that Ted Lasso had. He can't he's, read he the room. Attitude and none of the aware the self awareness, and he doesn't I have the go. he doesn't have the assistant. The coach either 
to help him. Family. I was going to go. I was going to go. At least the one way. that he delivered. <laughs> I was going to go another way. I was going to say, Nagy reminds me of my daughter. She's now nine. Shout to you, Grace. <laughs> she re- he reminds me of Grace when she was about five. When we was playing hide and seek, maybe four, she will always okay. go back to the same spot. I said, "Damn, Grace, I know where you're gonna be. You need to switch things up. Don't don't just have behind the door. Maybe get in the shower, pull the curtain. You know, switch things up. Hey, man, you ain't gotta keep throwing that outright that that uh that little swing pass, that little buck, that little terrible screen, brother. Everybody has seen it. You might want to switch things up. So that's the thing. He's like his in game adjustments." His suggestions week to week. Hell, how about play to play? You're a professional football coach. You're a professional, a professional football co- co- uh, play caller. And and I can tell, like, hey, brother, you might not want to throw that pass again. Damn it, you don't do the pass again, Drew. Yeah. You should have more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's kind of like, brother, if I can see it, if we all can see it, I'm sure another professional Coach can see it too, so that's the problem. And then, like you said, man, you go. And then you had a press conference, and you gotta say, well, you know, everything still come back to me. Come on, brother, you just can't <laughs> let nobody have fun today. You just gotta right. come in here and mess things up. Well, you he can't go back to Dalton. Like you can't do that, man. You can't. Like oh yes, he can. Oh Drew, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he can. He can. Yeah. he can, but he shouldn't. Like, <laughs> The city will be coming for his head like never before. You can't do that. Like this, when I was watching the game yesterday, I was watching Justin Fields, and I literally like, man, this dude looks like Russell Wilson out there, man. You know, we was pining for the Bears to make this miracle happen mm-hmm. for Wilson in the offseason, knowing that damn it was not gonna happen. And I'm watching this dude again. We gotta say this, you know, before we say anything. And that's the, it's the Detroit Lions. We gotta throw that caveat out there, even though they've been playing hard for Dan Campbell. Um, but even still, man, this dude was rolling out that spin he put on my man, and oh my god, dude! It, it's just like you said in, in the beginning, Kyle. Like it, it was everything that Bears fans have dreamed it would be since we traded up to get him in the draft. And you started this dude now two weeks in a row. He's he's came out in a god awful game against Cleveland. Um, some of everybody is to blame for that. Uh, had a much better showing with a much better. Uh, round of play calling why not just stick with this dude and you know until god forbid injury this dude is not giving that spot up that's how it should be he can't definitely he you can't help definitely us. but he, he, uh, he can't help us though. again right he has i think i think Nagy has to he, he has he's maintaining control as much as he can because he knows the seat is hot under him and that he can't he has to control the narrative in some way because no, everything everything around him is like you no know, is undermining his leadership because he's because he's undermining his own leadership, and he, he overthinking you know, it. He's overthinking it. You hundred percent right, Drew. Let me ask y'all a question. Does he, this yeah, that, he's a constant overthinking. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask y'all. Does this remind you of when Lovey got rid of Ron Rivera because he knew that Ron was possibly going to take his job? Possibly, yeah. That? I mean, what yeah, I think a, a coach is probably, like, it's probably a similar. Huh, what you say? No, I was going to. I was going to say with Lovey, everybody knew that Jay had a great coaching staff. Dave told 
uh, Ron Rivera himself. Yeah. Who was the who was the uh, OC of that? Who was the offense coordinator that, of those teams? I I can't remember uh, who was the OC. Uh, but they had a nice yeah, coaching yeah, squad. Yeah, particularly, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time, but they had a really good coaching squad. But they knew, like, man, this defense is humming. Dave told the special team is humming. You got a few Hall of Famers on that team, possibly Peanut, um, Olin Cruz, Lance Briggs, Destin, uh, uh, Devin Hester. You got some players on that squad. But Lovey started acting kind of like, oh, you know, I like this gig. Y'all might need to go. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and that's what kind of happened. So it just kind of reminds me of what's going on with uh, Nagy. To your point, Drew's kind of like, dude, what are you talking about in this press conference? He has to sense, he has to know, like, dude, if my man's out here looking good, he taking away my shine. He's taking away my glow. You know, say, no, 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 baby, this is all me. I gave him those lines. So what you, you're talking about, it, you're talking about my man's looking good. You're talking about laser? Yeah, laser looking good. He out there calling plays just to feel as, listen, Drew, I love, I love Russell Wilson. I, I call him the great, the great Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I yeah, absolutely can see this kid ahead. That's my that's my guy. I can see the potential that he can have. It's, 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 it's uh, similarities, I should say. But Lazy out here making my man's look good, making feels look good, and now you got to be on the side. Like, hey man, hold on, brother. I'm, hold on, pimp. This is this is. <laughs> I'm still running this ship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he ha- he has to has to see some type of sense of jealousy, probably. Or kind of like, I don't want to get out shine because, listen, if they take off and they do well and Lazy's still making the play calls, and let's just say the Bears miraculously win. I don't think they're going to win no more than about six games. Let's say they win seven to eight games, maybe even nine games. My man, we saw your resume. We saw what you've been doing. You suck. My man over here with this new toy is making it look, making it look good and running good. Bye-bye. Kick rocks. So I'm sure that's probably why he's doing it. It has to be that sense of security. I need to stay. It may, that stay may be involved. For two jobs. <laughs> yeah, that may but be that like, may be involved. Like, but I think we, we gotta look at the overall the overall landscape of this is though. It's, the Bears have never fired a coach midseason. And to and few coaches have yeah. been so bad where they have been fired in the first quarter of a season. You know, Daggy, as as much as he undermines himself, he he's still a coach that's been to the playoffs yeah, two, two of his first three seasons as a coach. And the Bears are a five hundred team as they stand. You know, maybe they they you could argue that they they still played over they're still playing over their heads because they could easily been one and three. They the Cincinnati game they then they gave up. So it's you know, I, I, it depends on. I, I need to know more about what the expectations are in house and amongst those coaches and amongst those. I, I, it seems to me that they're a team that continually thinks that they are tender in the NFC, whereas we all see them as a team that needs to be thinking about the next 10 years rebuilding with around this, this brilliant young quarterback that we all feel has, has the future but I think at too many of the people who are, this, who are making the decisions for this team, they're I think they're focused on well, let's make let's get us this ten and seven record. Like you like D, you talk about they can win seven, they get they try to be like, well, well, if we if we eleven and six this year, we all save jobs. So you know that's the mindset. I think that there's a 
there's a there's a, there's sort of a tonal dysfunction there with this, and I, I think with this team, with the media that covers them, and with the fan base that we all look we all looking at this team in different ways, and you know it, it just leads to this week to week. It's a different thing where what are we all seeing from this team, and what are the expectations for performance week to week, and that's why I think it comes back to. When you have Nagy making the who is cider, like he, this is another guy we could another famous dysfunctional leader we could compare him to George Bush W the decider. <laughs> you know, when you have a guy who is the decider who was so focused in his deciding, you know, he's going to be like, well, we go back to the plan that I instituted because. If it, 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 there's no other reason, there's no other way we can go because I've I've gotten this far in life, I've gotten this far as a coach, I am the man to decide, and that's what it's going to be. So that uh, it's it's unfortunate. I wish it was different, but you know we're going to see Andy Dalton when he's healthy enough play that quarterback position again, and what's Ooh, and yeah. the but 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 the the good thing though is that. We can rely on the fact that Dalton's going to fail again, and we're going to see Justin. We're going to see Justin Fields as soon as Dalton's back on that field. Fields will be right there to back him up. So at least we have that going for us. We just have to have a guy in, in place now as coach who can, you know, actually uh, say, "Justin, this team is yours." And I think that's going to be the next coach. Unfortunately, not the current coach. Yeah, do you make a you make a good point in terms of um maybe Nagy looking over his shoulder? To me, it does it wouldn't make sense, but it makes sense for him to be doing that because he is he just can he constantly gets in his own way. Like, then wouldn't you know that Bill Lazor finding success would also bring him success too? Like, it's crazy. Like his success is your success, and I, I don't think I don't, I don't think management is even I don't want to say smart enough because that's that's very rude. I'm trying not to be rude. I don't think they have the – I don't think they would fire Nagy if they were to get to eight or nine wins, even if Laser was the reasoning behind the offense looking better. Like, I don't think they can put two and two together like that. They're too worried about coach? What does every great coach have? Great coaches have coaching trees. Nagy comes from one with Reed. So you mm-hmm. have to empower your coordinators and allow them to – create and innovate in ways that boost you up. But you also have to have that sort of core philosophy and coaching ability at, at that you bring yourself as head coach. And Nagy doesn't have that. So that's why he's so insecure all the time because he's what he, I think it's, it's an imposter syndrome thing. He's like, well, you know, I'm just trying to get by. I don't want, I don't want my, my side I'm trying to so otherwise I'm you know every week there's a chance that the carpet could get uh, thrown out from under me you know so yeah it's yeah. <laughs> he walk in the house hall like damn that bash still work all right let's go <laughs> listen and then that's why that's why we had those that's why it's like all call the plays again all oh, that yeah, scheme yeah, looking yeah. a little bit well, too good <laughs> so wait, wait, the, the issue is though, because I, I, I mean, we had a win, but we, it's, it's terrible when when you when you when you when your city's your favorite city, uh, your favorite team, football team has a win. You still talking about your, your damn coach? 
The problem is, the problem is, Drew, I think you have to be able to, you say you you ain't, you won't be rude. I only come on here once in a while so I can be rude. <laughs> he doesn't, like he does, he's not, I damn don't want to say he is a man enough to, he's not, he's not, he's not man enough to actually say I'm wrong. Mm. This is the third time he's had to turn a play call over somebody else. Not once, not twice, but three times. If you can see it the first time, it's like, all right, okay, yeah, all right, okay, I, I got my stuff together. Let me try one more time. You do it two times to yourself. It's like, damn, come on now. And then you do it three times. What are you doing? So it's like he doesn't understand. He, he isn't man enough to say, you know what? I don't know how to coach a mobile athletic quarterback. I can't coach a statue. And that's why he likes mm -hmm. Andy Dalton because I'm guessing he's yeah. thinking like he can run my offense. This young dynamic dude, I have no idea what to do with this boy. But that one <laughs> right there, yeah. I can do it. I, I can do something with him. Yeah. But the problem he, he is, gotta have a <laughs> and then now, okay, so we okay, have a blank slate because hey, he got he's like Bob yeah, Ross. He yeah. gotta have a blank well, slate. That's that's probably on the money. That's on the money. But then if we say that. There's some of that blame got to start going back to Ryan Pace too, because it's like, oh. well, damn, you're not, you're not you're not giving this dude the groceries he wants to cook with. You're giving him stuff he don't know. He'll have no clue what to do with. But this is a problem, he, though, Drew. Drew, you great, you great for mentioning. We we always should mention Pace because they you should go out the door pace. together. And he the, was the saying one that thing, though, the one thing the one thing about Pace yeah. because he never talks. He. Uh, uh, I don't think he talks. He sucks as building teams. <laughs> he could be a mute of all I care. He he could do. Yeah. About, no, no, about I, this, 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 this is what I'm saying though. <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. See what what we've been half hour now, and, and I, I, I got to get us back on track. But what we've been doing for a half yeah, hour now? Because the rap, rap sort of, back in, man. Run me back in. <laughs> we've been sort of we've been psychologically breaking down Nagy, but he offers us enough where it's like. We have to think every day, like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? So Pace, because he just gets to step back and make dumb decisions, we can we only judge him by the decisions. We can't judge him psychologically. So that's why he doesn't come up in the discussions as much. And, and also, it's, not, it's natural when you're talking about, when you're breaking down a football team, to judge the coach more than the general oh. manager, even though the general manager makes really more important decisions year to year but 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 i'm finished i'm finished so much by saying this yeah they they are tied into each other they should be they didn't come in at the same time but they need to leave at the same time if the if if the bears don't do that they're they're going to set back the future of the franchise even more so we we can't we can't let we can't let pace off the hook at any time, whenever we're talking about Nagy and his faults and and the things that he's not doing, we have to keep that in our mind too. That the environment has been set by GM who has failed in so many ways too. My man signed a my man signed a left tackle that was out fishing. Yeah, that's that's the best he could do. Yeah, that's the best he could do. Like you know that, that you had uh you know you had. You, you had Trent Brown out there. You had Williams from Washington, who was like the best left tackle in the league. People said he goes to the 49ers. There was mm -hmm. options out there in this in this offseason. 
But now nah, they wait until two weeks before the season start and say, hey, homeboy, you tired of catching them fish? We got a job for you. That's the best. Oh, That's the best for you. And then, and then the offensive coordinator, well, the head coach, offensive coordinator is like, yeah, you know, we're just going to do a whole bunch of up under centers, drop back passes for five yards. What am I supposed to do with that? Right. Isn't that foul scary right there? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hold on, Drew. Hold, Drew, 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 let me just throw my body in front of him. <laughs> I'm going to take him out by the knee. Oh, my God. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I want to before we we get off the bench, cause we we gotta do that quick. I want to talk about some. Yeah. I want to talk about the successful teams in town, the the purely successful teams, not the potentially. But I, I know this. I know you'll love this. These since since he got you on. Uh, I just saw this on on Twitter. Uh, so, um, there's a tweet a, a tweet from the Sun Times, uh, the comment uh, editorial they put out today. And actually, yesterday, uh, the the Chicago Bears worth four billion foot the bill alone for any new stadium, and I know that's yes. right along right along with your major thinking publicly funded funded stadiums. You know, I, I know you're you're purely for privately, funded. and I've seen a couple articles over the past couple of days, and uh, one was. One was pretty well reported, researched, talking about how the uh, the state uniformly against any. There's there's no politicians out there who has any money Not in Arlington Heights. Chicago, oh really? They like look, y'all y'all want to do all this mess? Spend your own damn. I know that's that's right up your alley, cuz. It's music to my ears. I have been saying this for probably more than 10 years. More than 10 years. Don't come asking me for money when you have a billion dollars in your bank account. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't come asking taxpayers, hey, man, can you help me out? No, brother. I, it's bad enough I can hardly help out the lady on Saturday night to Stony Island. I ain't going to help you out, Virginia. No, you have money. So, and this is and this is for all sports owners. You all are in a rare air. You was born into the right family. Some, most of you, most of you, born into the right family. You have the funds. I don't want to hear it. You taxpayers right now are footing the bill for so much crap, and we're not getting really too much out of it for the most part. And now you're going to come to me talking about you need. Some money for a stadium. Hey, if you don't get your ass up out of here, <laughs> one book that everybody should read. Check out Bad Sports. Bad Sports: How Owners Ruining the Games We Love is by Dave Zirn. Mm. One of the best books you will ever read in your life. And this is I, I first started to have these bubblings, Drew. Like, man, why did going back to Columbia? When I went to Columbia, graduated Columbia College downtown Chicago, and I remember. Either signing a petition, or I thought I think I might even use my feet, put on my marching shoes. This is when uh, they removed seats for Soldier Field. They was doing a renovation to it, and they was asking the city for like millions of dollars. This was old man, my well, night old man daily, but little daily, he was still in office. It's like Joe, my student loans are going up. Everything is going up. Tuition, like, everything is going up. Why are they asking for money? 
A few years later, I read this book and it was kind of like, damn it, I know I ain't crazy. So I, 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 I love the fact that I'm hearing from politicians. This is not just in Chicago. This is kind of everywhere. This is the reason why Seattle, I believe Seattle left, uh, the Supersonics left and went to Oklahoma, although the, the owner kind of stole them. I mean, kind of like, there's a whole other story. But you hear, you, you're starting to see a lot of more municipalities, a lot more local officials say, no, we ain't giving you the money for it. So I'm happy to focus on Arlison because they got bread out there. I'm happy to, I'm happy to see that they like, no. And in a positive sense, it's not just, yeah, on a positive sense, it's not just team losing. Like you say, that, that was a city lost the team. Mm-hmm. The NFL, we know they got bank. Everybody got bank in the NFL. The, the trend has been three teams have, have sort of gladly taken their own uh, funding for stadiums. The, the stadium in LA was 100% privately funded. Uh, I think the stadium in New York was mostly privately yeah. funded. They get up a, a, an article now that I saw, I got some actual numbers to that degree. But the truth has been actually the more pu- private funding, public funding, because like you say, the the cities are strapped. The you no know, people are strapped, and but the reason, the reasons, the reasons for keep for you no, know, that's really wanting to hold on to a team in general. They, they are like they used to be. It's not you can't, but you can't like blackmail a city into you know, uh, you know, tax, giving all this tax money for a new stadium like like you used to by True. saying, oh well, you know, you'll lose your town pride and all. People are trying to hear all that stuff. Like, you know, they they Man, like. Man, I got direct TV. I can watch everybody. I don't need your right. ass. Y'all lose that goddamn way. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of, and that's kind of how Lori remote came at them before. She she been she been recently, mm-hmm. but at, like minute, last year, Wait a minute, Lori Mo. What did you call her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hear about. I, I have heard it, but I didn't expect you to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm serious. She, that's I'm, yeah, that's Lori. That's Lori Moe. I'm, you know, I, I ain't gonna promote all that, but you know, <laughs> people know I'm talking though. But uh, yeah. Now I'm, I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote this from the Tribune right quick. This, this is what I got. Uh, read some numbers from. Um, mm-hmm. me, hold on, you a second. Yeah, like I said, it's it's. It's been it's been the trend where you know the Tribune's article actually you can look up it's called it's drugs replace scramble for funding as bears bears I move to suburbs cities are smarter now and like I say they quoting they they're quoting you know, all them in here Sophia King who's a, a you know her mm-hmm. Her, uh, she's the alderman of the area with soldiers like they like like mm-hmm. we good on that but uh okay here we go between 1988 and two and 2003 four nfl stadiums opened and all this three were majority funded by taxpayers and, um so it, it you know it's it's yeah of the seven nfl stadiums between 90 taxpayers on average covered 80 percent of the cost of construction on in tampa bay to 61 in pittsburgh but of the seven mm-hmm. 
stadiums built to house taxpayers on average pay for just 20 percent construction costs range five percent in minneapolis to cent in new york and los angeles so yeah there you go mm. right like drew I, let me I, I ask you this if you're a billionaire you have to you have to bread mm. why would you want somebody else to have control over what you have the one thing crazy about billionaires kind of like i rule the world this is i can make my own little universe why do i have to worry why i gotta worry about the ottoman down on 103rd uh making sure they get me give me funding i'm a billionaire i have the money i want to own this this should be mine that's true. my way of thinking true true we even just breaking it down to the simplest thing just why why We've been talking, how many years have been talking about the Bears and mismanagement and putting the poor product on the field? Why do I want to pay for y'all to just continue to do what y'all have been doing? You know? That's but that, they say that's how they've been manipulating in the past. That's how they manipulated fan bases and municipalities by saying, well, well what is Chicago without the Bears? And people, back in the day, people were like, you know, yeah, what is Chicago without the Bears? Now it's like, well, it's There'll be a lot more space on the lake up to mine. So that's how a lot of people are feeling. Also, you y'all got I think people got It'll be easier to drive on this. Lake Shore Drive on Sunday. You damn, damn right. People, that, that's that's for sure. That, that, you yeah. right about that one, cuz though. I think people gotta understand this too, with the simple fact of what we have now with technology. I make the joke kind of like, man, you know what I'm saying? I got direct TV and I don't need to watch y'all bumps because all y'all do is lose. That's very, very true in a sense. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm joking, but I'm in a sense of being true. I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth because you have fantasy football, you have packages that let you watch something going around the world. You aren't so much enclosed to where you are. We are now connected, literally globally. Yeah. I don't have to watch you. I can watch something else, and that's another reason why I think you, you're starting to see these stadiums that like. I think so far costs like six billion dollars. Damn, all y'all doing is playing football. No, that's not necessarily true. You gotta have the bells and whistles to try to get people to come out of their basement where I'm at right now with a very nice TV and nice setup to come out, spend money. Will give you my money. I don't have to give you my money anymore. I can literally a great TV, the bathroom is feet away, food, <laughs> drinks, everything, and I'm if I want to sit back and watch you with draws. I ain't got putting the clothes on. So you got to do something for me. You know what I'm saying? You got to do something for me to really get me to come outside. I don't have to come outside. Well, and, Hell, this is pre this is pre-pandemic. Why a lot this of these pre the pre-COVID, yeah. right? right. That's, that development started COVID and pre-COVID. You got two like uh with with the stadiums, you know, they got the the you got to they got them wired up as it were, you know, with Wi-Fi yeah. and everything. Mm. And, and and another big happened because of uh, legal gambling and sports books. The Bears actually won. The Bears actually have wanted. There's been some reports that they wanted a sports book in any type of reconstruction of Soldier Field. It's probably it's, it's pretty much guaranteed that it's going on that Arlen, that some type of sports book is going to be on that Arlington Heights uh, <laughs> campus. Yeah. Or, you know that property. So yeah, that's that's part of it too. Like. Come on, spend your money with us. Come on and bet with yeah. us, and uh, you know, and, and you can do that all year. That's that's part of it. That's a big part of it too, because you know, right. all year revenue, all you know, year people long. Yeah, talk about people talk about. There's only so much you can do with Soldier Field. 
Shield. You can't you can't have Final Four and have WrestleManias there. You know, me and you. That's yeah. big. That's big for us. Like you know, yeah. you can't. I have, would love to go see a WrestleMania in Chicago. <laughs> you can't have Super Bowls there, even though th- mm-hmm. this is the one. I'm going to Super Bowl. Look, don't get in. when 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 whenever this Arlington Heights deal gets set up. Don't be expecting the Bears to have Super Bowls there every four years. They'll have one there within the first years of the building because that's what the NFL does. They did it in Minnesota. They did it for Detroit. They did Mm -hmm. it for Indianapolis. You put up the big building, Mm -hmm. they'll give you the Super Bowl within the first 10 years. But the rotation is, is this. Miami, New Orleans, L.A., Phoenix, Tampa. That's the rotation, and maybe Atlanta. Not even Atlanta. It, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, I say maybe Atlanta every now and then. A couple. There's a couple other southern, mm-hmm. you know, cities they'll do every now. Dallas, mm-hmm. yeah, Dallas too. Yeah, but right. ain't nobody trying to come to Chicago every years in mid February for the Super Bowl. Stop that thing. Not to like, drive to Arlington. Not to drive to yeah, Arlington. Not, not to drive yeah, to I'm Arlington. Not even, I'm not even doing it. I'm not. Yeah. Doing it. Like not, a, a lot of big, a lot of. Big, Events will a lot of big events will take place in that building, that new building, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna be like a bunch of it's not gonna be what people think it is. It's not no, just look at the NBA. How long did it take for the United Center or the Chicago to get another all-star game back over there? Damn 30 years. Wow. And we that, was, <laughs> that was old man Reinsdorf. That's old man Reinsdorf. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of that was on Reinsdorf. A lot of that was on Reinsdorf. That's on Reinsdorf. At the same That's time, at the same time, cuz it's the same. <laughs> Deal like who's trying to come here in, in mid February? We was lucky that year. The the weather was, was actually nice that week. It was nice. But it was nice. Yeah. It, it just was cold and snowy and stuff. But mm-hmm. it you know, but that's the best we can hope for in mid February. That is that is bone cold and and it's not a bunch of <laughs> ice and sleet everywhere putting us all up and making people you know slide to each other anyway. Well, all I got to say is, if y'all go on, if you're leaving, goodbye. It was a great run. <laughs> on your you own stuff. Trip. I ain't tripping. No. I'm all not, I know I'm is, if, if I'm going to be having credentials to go out there, that, that damn Metro better run on time. If that's the case, man. That Metro better, that say, metro better, drop, that. Drop, better drop us off right in front of the stadium. Listen. I, 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 if there was a move out there, I'm sure I would go to one. You know, so I've done plenty of things at Soldier Field for media, all kind of stuff like that. So it doesn't have the allure like it once had. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, oh man, it's Soldier Field. But yeah, I would I'm not like against moving out, out of Soldier Field at all. I'm not against moving out of nah. Soldier Field. They had their chance. Nah. They could have put a dome. They could have knocked out Old Macora Place. Rest in peace, uh, rest in peace, uh, Airy Crown Theater, because I know they're going to shuffle y'all ass right up in there. But <laughs> They had they had that chance. I thought they was gonna do it back in the early two thousands, but they didn't have the chance. I don't know why they didn't do it. But you know, we gotta remember the McCaskies. This is they only bread and butter. This ain't like these like this is OG. And, they, and they're the only franchise that's so, on this stadium. I feel bad for. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you, how you, you the oldest franchise? In, yeah, you're right. They they've mom and popped it for a hundred years. <laughs> you're the oldest franchise in the league, yeah. and you're the only one that don't own your stadium because you mom and pop it for a hundred years. That's yeah, that's on them. But anyway, like I said, we we could we could do another another hour complaining about the bear roasting them, 
But like I said, let's talk. Let's let's talk about these good teams before. But, uh, yes. but let's do the CSC. Let's do the CSC right quick. Are you buying or selling the Bears after this week? The bet strictly on the field. Oh, um, <laughs> well, hold, you Drew said, hold, 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 hold. No, 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 no. Drew said, "Ain't no way they can go back to end Dalton." Drew. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. That's happening. It it would not shock me. I don't think I'm going to lean towards what Drew is selling. But it wouldn't shock me if Andy was out there playing against Las Vegas. Wouldn't shock me at all. Because I don't don't think think Nagy is ready to give up the range just yet. I don't think that I think he even knows that he's not all the way there just yet. And he's going to use it as an excuse to say, and he's our number one and he give us the best team, best chance to go further within the, within the season. I'm going to put him in. I'm not sold on them. Not at all. Not yet. They played against them. I call yeah. them Motor City Kitties. They played against the Detroit type. I mean, Lions, man. They, <laughs> Motor they're City, not a good yeah. team. Motor City kid. They're not a good team. They're not a good team right now. So it is. It, is it always? You know, they're I'm never a, a good team. team. <laughs> they, they, they're not. But wait a minute. I'm not a really big conspiracy theorist. I really, I, I swear to God, not. But why is all all the time when well, every time the Bill lays a, you know, saying call plays for a crappy ass team, they end up winning. Can you? I like to see him play against it. I like to see him play or give calls against a really good team. Yeah, I think they. I think I think That's the Raiders are actually going to be a pretty good team. Yeah, I think I think they might actually make. They, you know, I don't know. They, they got a good start. They, they, got a good. they got a good start. So let me see what Bill Lazor is doing against a good yeah. team. Now, if Bill yeah. Lazor sucks and he can't play, a, he can't call a good game against the against the Raiders. All right, Nagy. At least you have a little bit more leeway to say. All right, let me go ahead and do my thing. But yeah. the thing is, I don't know if he's, like I said before, man enough to do that. So yeah, I, that, I, I'm not sold on him just yet. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm selling, I'm selling the Bears because if, if we're talking, if, if especially, especially if Nagy's thought process is, I got to put Dalton back in because he's gonna get us farther. Because farther where? Yeah. Like I had to go on seven and ten. Like the, the, the unemployment coach, line. The coaches can't never say this, obviously, because they whatever. But the goal for this season isn't really about wins and losses as much as it is about Fields gaining experience. So that next season, there's a better chance for him to take off. Whether you believe that he will or not, whether the team around him can put him in a a position to or not, that's what this goal or the goal for the season should be. But Drew, you yeah, and, and I say that that goes again you know back that, right? to what I said with <laughs> expectations. <laughs> that goes back to what I said with expectations. That's the team. With a plan that's reasonable of expectations, but I could I can guarantee you more people than not in Hallis Hall right now think we could get in this playoffs if we just win the, we win the next yes. couple of games we could so, get in these so, playoffs and that's not the hey, way look, they should be thinking. Hey, look, something that my mom has taught me dealing with my soon to be ex wife: you can't reason with unreasonable people. Like you just can't. Preach it, preach it, preach it. Oh, Drew. Just, just quarter to, tonight. Quarter tonight, Drew. <laughs> Hopefully she ain't watching because we're still in court. So Drew. <laughs> you, know, you, might have, you might have to edit it out, Kyle. <laughs> Let us in, man. 
I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh man, you judge, might have he called out, me unreasonable, Judge. Judge he said I'm unreasonable. <laughs> we gonna get caught up, man. They gonna we gonna be uh. I know, right? Stuff now, man. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, judge, I didn't implicate y'all. I apologize. Like, judge, I just met this brother. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> right. He seemed all right to me when we came on there, man. I, I, <laughs> 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 he, let, he just let out his emotions at some point, though. But, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, but to bring it back, though. That's real, though, Drew. You can't reason you, with you unreasonable. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right, D. Laser should be given play calling duties for at least the the foreseeable future, if, if for nothing else, to get a bigger sample of what it is he can do. Because we've only seen him against teams that are a whole bunch of yeah buts. Like, we need mm-hmm. to see him against, against better competition because we already know what Nagy can do. Let us, let us grow this sample size with Laser so we can figure out, is he really this good or was the competition just not that great, you know? We got to figure it out one way or the other. And, the, and again, the schedule will reveal a lot for the yep. team. Like you got a road contest against a winning team that, you know, it, you, you try to win a winning team here on the road this coming Sunday. That you got the Packers. And that's that's where I think a lot is going out the way that they want to handle the tier because they, they stress over the Packers. So, if they if they have some success this week and next week, and then they're confident enough to keep the train going against the Packers, that'll be a positive. That'll be something to buy. But if if they switch up everything after this game because oh God the Packers in, I gotta I gotta I'm, I gotta start calling plays again, you know, because I don't trust Laser. And I, you know, then that's 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 something that I can't buy. So right now I'm holding on the bears myself. But yeah, let's let's, let's wait. So we did that, we did enough bears talk. We'll uh we'll get back to that Nick uh, later this week. Check out our stuff on um on uh, War Ready on uh you know Substack. You know you got a uh, Ryan Bukovsky with the fourth and goals and all, all that. Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 have more bit for you coming up this week. But uh, let's, let's let's get to the game where I was at yesterday. The sky and Wintrust, just a, a really great time. They won eighty seven to eighty three over Connecticut to go up two one in the WNBA semifinals. They're one game away from their second ever berth in the WNBA finals, and it looks like they may have a chance to have a rematch. With the team they played against in that previous finals, the Phoenix Mercury, and um, you know uh, it, it's 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 pretty exciting time. I think it's really great to have a team that you know. Of course, you can offset against the Bears and, and the dysfunction there. You know, we we actually we the Sox too. Of course, we get to the Sox in a minute, but to, the Sky or team that you know we talked a lot about them last week and the way that they've seemingly been undercover. You know, uh, you know, not undercover, but not covered enough. You know, so not made as much of a big deal as as you would like because you know people don't take whatever reason people don't take women's basketball seriously. I don't know, but what I saw yesterday in that building was real pro stuff. It was real playoff basketball. It was exciting. The fans were excited. They were into it. 
They were rooting for their team with everything. And the way that the game played out, it was so much back and forth involved. You were seeing really high-level play, you know, basketball being played by high-level players. Connecticut got the MVP of the league, John Tell Jones. They got the most improved player in the league this year, the coach of the year. And they were fighting. They were number one in the playoffs. They were fighting, man. But, you know, the sky got so the sky got so ballers, man. They had a, a key eighteen to four run in the second half. They, you know, the, the, their girl Kalia Copper, man, is she is such a hooper, man. She is amazing to see in person. She was killing them yeah. twenty six points. You know, you know uh, Vander, you know Vandersloot, all type of dimes and stuff. Quickly hitting shots. She, she had about twenty something. You had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course. Of course, the uh, big star of uh, Candace Parker had a double double, ten points, 10, 10 rebounds. Uh, Azaree Stevens was, you know, very great in the post. You know, the rebounding. Mm-hmm. Like this is a team that has it all. We were looking. This is a team that we were looking at the beginning of the season. They came out yeah. history issues and stuff, and they they were more or less a five hundred team in the regular season. But they've won. You know what? <laughs> They play in the play- playoffs, yep. and they're playing their best ball now, and they're looking like a team that could look. Well, we, 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 if if you coming into twenty twenty one, what would the what would have been the team that you thought would have been the next to win a championship here in Chicago? Probably the White Sox, yeah, right? Probably the White Sox. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but the sky the sky looked like they could jump the line, man. They could win a title before the White Sox. And bring so something home to Chicago. I say this tongue in cheek, but man, were they just testing our faith like this whole regular season? Because they were going <laughs> back and forth and up and down. Yeah, and now they were they playing like the team that everybody envisioned they would be. Um, so yeah. it is this it's exciting, like you said. Um, I was able to catch a little bit on TV, it looked like the place was rocking. Um, I know you were um, but man, they just they playing, you know, like I just said, like. The team everybody thought they would be. Um, I feel like I don't want to jinx nothing, man. But they got two tries to get one game. It's 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 just the situation you want to be in as a lower seed. You know, they they took home court advantage. Mm -hmm. Like you say, they got a two for one shot now. It's a five game series, so they win. It's Wednesday at. No, I I want to see that place packed, man, as much as possible. There's no re- – what else are you going to do on a Wednesday night? You got a chance to see a team clinching a, 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 a final spot here in Chicago, man. Go out to the Wintrust Arena, man. Have some fun and, and watch that team play, man. That, you know, like I say, pack the Wintrust. That's, I'm going to do the hashtag, pack the Wintrust, man, for Wednesday, man. So let's see that happen. But, yeah, but that's the that's the situation. They win Wednesday. They're in the final. Yeah, even if they if they can't make it, and they still got the buy that had to go to Connecticut to do it, but they they did win a game with Connecticut already. So hey, and they playing against the, the best team with the hottest team. It, the Sun came in winning what fourteen in a row, and they already you know saying dropped two already. Yeah, they were the they were really hot. They may have been they hurt really, though really by hot. not. They may have been hurt though by having that double buy that you get as the number one seed. You know, yeah, the, the I sky don't know got if the WNBA want to do that again. Play it to themselves. 
Yeah, I don't know if that, I don't know. If I saw that. I saw the matchups. I mean, the breakdown of the playoffs. I was like, I don't know if that's good to have that long of a layoff because you look at Vegas. They're going through the same thing right now with um with uh, the Mercury. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you yeah, you talking about the top two? Yeah, that's the top two seeds. Because yeah. if if the NBA has mm-hmm. something like that, there'll be all sorts of of uh, oh, good lord, hell being raised if the top It'll, two seeds. Was falling out like that in the NBA? Man. Yeah, you had so many HCs win the championships, they they lose their mind. Uh, <laughs> but no, I don't know. I don't know if the WNBA want to do that again. But hey, listen, we're in the, we're in the we're in the time of right now, and it's working for, for the Chicago Skies uh, advantage. The one right, player that I want to see, him. yeah, the one player I want to see a little bit more for. I know that she coming off the bench. She had a big shot, a couple of big shots in Game One against the Sun. That's Diamond the Shields. I like Diamond. I like the way she plays, and she's 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 a baller too, man. She's a baller. She's got there. She's scrappy. She gets rebounds. She gives you good big shots. She's choking from the three. I'm still waiting for her to really get it clicking, because I think if they can get her off the bench and her and she's clicking, that that's really good. And it's also it was great to see that uh, Quinn had like 20 some points. The second game they played in the Sun, she had a kind of off uh, kind of an off game and really uh, didn't really uh, do that well. Uh, so I'm just waiting for a few players to really get clicking because I like their changes, their chances against uh, Phoenix. I like their chances against uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas, either one of them, because they play defense, they up and down in the court, and with Van Sloot running the one, she's going to get everybody involved and was great yeah. too. Candace Parker brings that, she brings that experience there and so, and, and great with the re- and great rebound. So if you get all that going right, going together, and what is it for the finals? Is it best four out of seven in the WNBA, or is it three out of five still? Well, it's it's out of five series. Three out of five. Three out of five. It's three out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. Anything can happen, as we see it right now. They're going against the hottest team, and they're probably about to take them out, possibly Wednesday night. So they have everything you need for a championship team. And we thought that this was going to be team. This this was the team we was going. We thought we was going to see at the beginning of the season. Hey man, right now, if it's working right now, you cook it right now, keep moving on with it. Right. Chance to win a ring. We see that we see it a lot in baseball baseball in a yeah. second, but when you have the High hottest teams. team at Ooh. the end of the season slide through yeah. October and they get and they snatch that championship. This could this could be the case in the WNBA. But right right yeah. quick, I agree with you on, on Diamond. She's a you know uh, she's a great athlete, you know, daughter of mm-hmm. the Lino this year, 90s baseball fan. She, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, she, she's she's been sort of up and down all year, and I think she has been, you know yeah. it, it, it 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 sort of speak is it, that's a tough thing to see. You know, she's still trying to develop, but it speaks mm-hmm. to the depth that the sky have, where a player mm-hmm. like her can relatively underperform, and they still got enough talent to get themselves as far as they've gotten, and other players like a Kalia Copper can fill that void. And, and be the mm-hmm. playmaker that we was kind of hoping uh, Diamond would be. Would be. Diamond yeah, I, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like uh, not not a, enough has been said about how how much Diamond has sacrificed because she was starting before, right? She so, was. I, I yeah, she, she was. She's adjusting to she a new was, role. So I think that that I haven't heard that discussed a lot. I, I know she's been up and down, kind of like how this team has been up and down, but. Yeah. Um, you know, 
leaving the bubble, the wobble early last year and injuries and coming back to this season in a new role than, than what she's been accustomed to, you know, that needs to be talked about more, what she's done to help this team, um, albeit in a different role than what she's accustomed to. Well, I think she definitely should. I think she – I agree with you, Drew. She could get credit about – I don't know, sacrifice so much because I think if she was playing at a certain level, she probably would be starting. But I think part of it was just the you no know, the adjustment. That was just that was needed amongst the whole, whole team. You had a player that got my girl. I forget her name, but they wound up trading her at the you know at the end of the season. Season, you know, partly because of her her duties to uh, the French national team. But but she was a player too who was sort of like. Out of place with the with the uh, the stuff that was happening with the team and the roster and them bringing in Candace and all that. So there was adjustments mm-hmm. that was being made throughout the roster, and some some players dealt with it better than others, you know. But you know, I, like I said, I think it comes down to ability to play and you to be a team player. And mm-hmm. I, I'll definitely give Diamond the credit there. I think she has been a team player. Yeah. And the the team that they got now is is optimized right now for playoff ball. They're playing, like I say, they're playing mm-hmm. the best ball. Next year, maybe they'll be able to step up more, be be able to keep it. But that right now, she could definitely be an X factor in the remaining games. Somebody who you know just show up and show out in in a game or two, and maybe be. Uh, tilt again their balance if if they need her to, but at the same time, like I said, they too. <laughs> you know, if, if Kalia still balling, if if Quig, Quigs and Vanderson balling, if the big if the big uh player the, the the post players are balling, you know what else would you really need? You know. Yeah, I'm point. hoping that I'm hoping they, yeah. I'm hoping they can do it. I'm hoping they can do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They I, they definitely can. They came away Wednesday. I'm, I'm gonna be there. You know, hope you hope for y'all in this. You know, see if you can try to be there too. But uh, but and 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 you know, we talked like I said again. We talked last week about the coverage and stuff because there's been pe- there's been people. You know, shout out to Andy Constable. I met her yesterday for the Sun Times. Cool. She's really been flying lag for that team. James K was out there, my man James K. He was on the show last week. Uh, you know, Chris Chris said he's gonna be there, man, but he was sick, man. I'm like, I hope he ain't come down with the COVID anymore. Quadrant Kitty wasn't there. Quadrant Kitty wasn't there. No, he wasn't. Buffing up fur balls or something, man. Oh my so, yeah. god. Don't put him out there like that, cuz of. Yeah, I, it, it was crazy when I saw him at the first game. They played. Who they played the, uh, the first round? The first Dallas. Game. Mm-hmm. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the game and who stands up in this big old self right in the camera? I was like, is that Chris? I'm like, wait a minute. I think Chris. I just saw Chris at the game. So I know he's been. Man, listen. I know Chris has been. Um, He's been covering them for for a while. I got the podcast doing that for a while, man. Chris has put in, yeah. he, he's put in the work, and he knows this team and the league overall, like the, like the back of his hand, man. So if I have yeah, a, if I need to know any, anything goes to Chicago Sky, I go I go to Chris, man. He he is serious, yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, sure. shout shout out to you know shout out to uh Ricky O'Donnell. I saw down there. Shout out to 
Shout out to the to Ellie, man, the boy Illinois. He a big Sky fan, man. He was a yeah. I, had I him saw him uh, repping on Twitter today. Yeah, so yeah, got, it's, a, it's a lot of folks that was down there. Like there's some Bulls down there, you know. Uh, it was, uh, coincidentally, the injured Bulls was down there. Uh, you know, Kobe White and and uh, <laughs> and P. Will uh, Patrick Williams was down there, but they they been scoring they been scoring for a while. A lot of Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, Demar was there too, wasn't he? Yeah, he I, yeah, he- I think so. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. So yeah, they, they you know, like I say, real recognize real when it comes to basketball. Ballers mm-hmm. recognize the ball. You know, it doesn't matter yes. your your sex, your gender, whatever. You know, and that's that's why mm-hmm. I respect the league and the players in it because, you know, I'd rather listen. I'd rather be on the side of Kobe and Demar and P. Will and. Not you know your overweight uncle who who still thinks he could back down uh, Liz Cambage or something you know I know right <laughs> big Liz but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> big fine but anyway but you ain't lying about that because let's 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 wrap huh no go ahead go ahead <laughs> I, I, I thought you said something but anyway. Uh, yeah, definitely buying the sky. Definitely buying the sky, of course, uh, given their success. And uh, buying the White Sox, man, you know, 93 and 69 final record. Division winners, the AL Central, biggest division winners in all of Major League Baseball. There's a lot of crazy races, but, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of appreciate that. You know, we really been able to have a chill here on the south side because mm-hmm. – like I said, we ain't have no, any of that stress that they've had the AL, the AL and NL uh, wild card races. The 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 AL West was was crazy. The, their division and you know and a lot of fighting was being done throughout the summer, but the White Sox weren't having none of that. They they went out and they got theirs early, and now they're gonna be playing uh, Houston in in the uh, that's the division series on Thursday, game one and two. Houston first uh, game at guaranteed rate will be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, D, I'm to more Sox games than anybody who isn't on the roster this year. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on the team, man? And, and you know, how, how does it feel to, to for the team to be? You know, they they had the they had the run last year. It was a nice run, nice pleasant surprise. It didn't have all the sense that we could have it didn't have all the excitement that we could have had of it because us fans couldn't be there and everything and you know they they got dumped out unceremoniously early by Oakland but you know do you think it's going to be a different story this year it should be so um I did a um uh had see the past ten game season's pass with uh I got Tony Tony Gill and uh or NBC Sports Chicago podcast King King over there. Um <laughs> but we actually got a chance to sit in there and watch a game with uh Herb Lawrence, executive producer of the Lawrence Home Show down at 670 School, I big pro. And we was kind of talking about it. And I was like, you know, I can see them making the ALCS. Like I think I think I can see them beating Houston. Um <clears throat> Three-game series, I mean, three out of five, you know, they're playing great right now. The bats are going well right now. Uh, your your 
You got your closer lockdown with Hendricks. Um, starting rotation, definitely. You have um, Rodon from Guard. Thank you, some of those. He's kind of had a, you know, saying the tail end of the end of the season wasn't the best, but uh, you know, uh, he's still there. So the pitching is there. So I like them, but the only thing that worries me still is the consistency with the with the offense. Can they put up enough runs? Because they, they go into some lows. Like, I've been in plenty of games this year, and it was like bases loaded one out, and they don't get nothing. It's like, damn, come on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to get something. You got to be able to get some more runs. <laughs> Uh, but but you know what? When it comes down to when it comes down to baseball, man, we all know this: pitching and defense. That's what gets you. That's what gets you championships. That's what happened in two thousand five. They had the best pitching and they had the best defense, and they literally won. I believe the stat was they won their very first game one to nothing, one to zero, and they won the game four of the World Series one to zero. Pitching, defense. That's what you need right there. Hopefully we can see it because I've seen some bad errors in the outfield. Oh my God, uh, <laughs> it's been like my, my man's. Uh, what are you? What are you doing out there? Thank God, thank God. is an adventure in left. always an adventure, man. It's always an adventure. You know, say sometimes it's cool when it's like August ninth and ain't nothing to play. Like, damn, okay, that was kind of funny. I don't want to see that in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of like, my God, I want to see that. You know what I'm saying? So thank, thank you, got Robert out there, but. I think they got a good chance. I think they have a good chance to beat Houston. It wouldn't shock me if they took out Houston, you know, four games, five games. It wouldn't surprise me. AOCS, like one of the first games me and, me and Tony saw was against Tampa Bay, like the beginning of the season. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Tampa had a little something coming into the season, but, man, I mean, they had, they had a great season. And, they, and I think the game he was at, that's, the White Sox that's beat That's just them. a well-run machine down there, man. It is. It's a, it, you 100% right, Cuzzo. It's a well-run machine. Now, if they had to play against them, I don't know. But I think they can take out Houston. So my, my prediction right now, I can see the Sox going to the ALCS. Mm. I can't see that. Yes. So, I, I mean, don't let me just say this. Y'all seen Creed, too? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like a large majority of Sox fans on Twitter, they need to be reminded of something that Michael B. Jordan's character said, and that's, you know, Houston is dangerous, but damn it, we're dangerous too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know this yeah, question yeah. questions about the bullpen, this question about the defense, the offense, like you said, but man, they got, they have what they need. It's just a matter of it all clicking when it needs to click. Um, right. And have, have, they, have they nailed down their, their um, rotation? Rotation. I'm not sure. I'm, I haven't heard any. Uh, I don't know. So that's, the, that's, a, that's a problem. Right, right. That's the thing. So this is so this is where you have to see the experience of Tony LaRusso playing in. Because there's plenty of times throughout the season, like, man, what are you doing? Like, you mind getting the guy up in the bullpen? You see Giulio or you see somebody don't have it no more. Like, man, what, what's up? Or why so this is where you're going to really see if Tony LaRusso expertise comes into play. Because this is why they hired him. Ricky Renteria, mm-hmm. he was like, okay, yeah, you you can kind of set up. Now let's bring somebody in who can kind of like master this, who has mastered this, and see if they yeah. can do it. So this is now really on Tony Relusa. Tony, Tony Relusa. A manager can't win you games, but they can sure in the hell lose you games. So <laughs> let's see what yeah. happens. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this. I, I know going into last playoffs, they lost like eight of their last ten. This time around, though, almost – completely reversed. They've won seven of the last 10. Does that give mm-hmm. y'all a, a little bit more 
kind of like that silver lining going into the postseason? Because I know Kyle last week before we were talking about like, man, they need to turn it up. Yeah, that's yeah. Like I said, we we have, like I said on the previous show, like I I needed to see some more of them. Uh, I think I I've seen some better play this week against Cincinnati, who who was for a while a playoff contender themselves. They were Detroit, the St. Louis Cardinals you know, caught on fire. Man. Oh yeah, they got everybody. That, that's another thing, man. you know. I'm I'm gonna do my my uh, uh, predictions right quick on both sides, but but yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, it's basically I I seen enough of the Sox to where I do feel better about them than I did a week or, or two weeks ago, and 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 I'm with you because I think they will survive the Houston series. I'm not sure about so much about. The, the 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 Ray series, but you know, I think they will survive the Houston series. But that's if the Rays can make it. Do the Rays gotta play the Yankees or the Red Sox? So I mean it's, it's, you made that's it to true. the dance. You made it to the dance. Anything can happen. We've seen crazier things. We've seen lower seeds, wild cards win world series before. Baseball is so funny. I mean, you never know. We all know this. One pitch could change the series. I remember watching when Boston came back three nothing to beat the Yankees, and it went. To, I think they went on to win a World Series that year. So, uh, and that was an ALCS, you know. So, it was, and that was a big, big, the big play was a steal, a steal of second base changed the entire series around. So, baseball is just so unpredictable. It's, you never, you don't know what's going to happen. So, I'm with you, cousin. I'm, I'm glad to see they turn it up at the last end of the season. They was able to get something going. Drew, I'll, I, we'll see what comes with the, with the pitching, with the starting lineup. I mean, starting rotation, just give me three guys, give me three horses, man, and just, just run them out there, bullpen, use you, use y'all, and so you can't use you no more, God damn it. Get to the next round, it'll be fine. Just, just do what you need to do. So yeah, it's, it it's, like, it's going to be fun to see. Yeah, it seems like right now uh, LaRusso's going back and forth on is it going to be um, Giolito or, or Lynn starting game one. I hope it's Lynn. It. Yeah. I hope it's Lynn. You might want to go go with Lynn. Yeah. It should be Lynn. Oh, I would say uh, Cease. And then Rodon, maybe. You would see if those are your three guys. Like I said, Rodon was kind of iffy at the last end, at at, at tail end of the season. That sword, right? That velocity. That velocity, man, that's going to get smacked. It's going to get smacked. You the Astros won't need a, a, a garbage can for that. They can see that coming a mile away. So, um, so you, uh, so you definitely got to get that. So I think it's going to be. It should be Lynn Cease and then Rodonna, but if not, it should be Lynn Cease and then uh, Giolito. Hopefully, that's what happens. We'll see. I, that's a that's a good strategy. Raven Rodon and Giolito for the home games. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. let's I, let's we'll see. I think. Uh, going back to the league overall, you know, I think MLB should be pretty happy too with the two wild card games they got. You got, you really got like the four most prestigious franchises in the league in in these games. You got the Red Sox and Yankees in the AL. You got the uh, Cardinals and the Dodgers in the NL games. I think I would say that the Yankees and the uh, don't get out of those games. And I think the Dodgers are really? gonna get past. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are gonna get past the Giants too, and uh, and went and get into the a, uh, NLCS. I still, I would, I would go with the Rays over either the Red Sox or the Yankees. You know, and uh, Rays against the Sox. 
I, I just go with the Sox for my heart. <laughs> but I don't think the Sox are going to win it all this year. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I, I may say I, I, I may do a, another baseball thing later this week. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'll, I'll hold out my reasoning for that. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I think we, it's going to be too much of a gauntlet. And I think the Sox still have a year where they could be like, okay, we like much like the Cubs lost in 15 and then they came back in 16. It was like, okay, we got, mm-hmm. we know what we can do now to win it all. I think that may be the situation for the Sox. You take another step forward, but you, you don't get it. But then next in 22, there's no excuses anymore. So that that's kind of my thinking there. But I, I would say, my my uh, <laughs> my if the, the the World Series I have have uh, right now is the Sox Dodgers and the Dodgers uh, mm. leaving as back to back chips. A nice throwback to the like nineteen fifty nine World Series between the Do- uh, between the Dodgers yeah. and the White Sox. Yeah. Was, mm. mm-hmm. They played that. Yeah, that was a. I love the pictures of the them playing in the L.A. Coliseum, which mm. it made no mm-hmm. sense to play that baseball in that stadium because it's like they they had like you you had to hit the ball six hundred feet to uh, the other you know and they had you know they had like a, like five hundred feet of extra space you know because that big that stadium. Right? Yeah. It was a land, it was a land field, right? It, Wasn't it like it, an open land field or something that was playing in? The Dodger Stadium was like an open land field, was, something like that. It was like Well that was but yeah, they building Dodger Stadium at that time. Okay, okay. I okay. think like clearing they were clearing out the space that they were and there's a lot of controversy behind it. I don't you know they displaced a lot of our Mexican brothers and sisters <laughs> to get that, that stadium. <laughs> Canada sounds like That's what happened with uh, SoFi Inglewood. Sounds like what happened with <laughs> SoFi Inglewood. Yeah, it, it usually with a lot of these stadiums, there's some bad stories behind them because a lot of them have been placed in in poor neighborhoods. So it's like, you know, you know who getting the the raw end of that deal. You know, that's why it, you got to get the bears. At least they dipses and and rich folk for their plans. You know, they <laughs> they they put. The stadium Roseland or something, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap let's wrap this up, man. I, this is another great one, man. I appreciate you guys. Drew as always, and uh because uh, always great to have uh to to talk with you, man. So let let people know how to follow you, D, you know. Uh, who who don't already sure most who watch the show already know, but people know what's up with you. Uh, yeah, man, you can follow me on Twitter at Demons One D E M O N Z E One. Same thing with Instagram. Is Instagram back up? What happened? Uh, the lady went on sixty, <laughs> yeah. went on 60 minutes. And got no. shut down. <laughs> Damn, we may have to sit, put there. out our TikTok now in the future. <laughs> I, I, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, TikTok D. Um, no, but definitely follow me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Demons One. Um, like I said, man, definitely keep rocking it with the uh, war. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I sometimes I get the itch to go up to, to write about something, but then it's kind of like, ah, you know, it's kind of like this retirement type stuff. 
But this is always good though. I love you. I love y'all when y'all kind of like will me, will me out of retirement. You know what I'm saying? Will me out, will me in front of a camera. Of course he does. Do my thing. Of course he and, does. And y'all can just, and y'all can will my ass right back out, and I could be gone for a while. So uh, I always love that. Uh, just to come out there, right? That's what. That's what he. That's what he likes. He likes leave more so than he likes. I do. I get to. I get to come in and do my little thing. Get the hell out of here. That's what I do. Hey, hey man, well, I was gonna say, oh, yeah. I, I, I appreciate the time because I've, I've listened to you before. I've, I've read what you, mm -hmm. you know, the times that you've been able to pin stuff, man. So it's an honor to be able to chop it up with you for the first time, oh. man. Hopefully, it's another time coming soon. Don't give him a big yeah, hit, Drew. Hey, listen. Give him a big <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, listen. We gotta pass these flowers, man. We gotta get these flowers out, man. Hey man, listen, I've been I've been able to uh it's been some times out in the street, man. I'll be like, every like, hey D, what's going on, man? It's like, yeah, I gotta give you a flowers, man. Come on my radio show. I'm like, I already don't talk. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll come on there. So uh, but no, man, it's always good to come on, man. And obviously, Cuzzo inviting me on is always good. And we can always chop it up and do whatever, man. But we, you know, saying it's blood, it's family, you know, saying ain't going nowhere, never. So whenever he make the call, he make the ass, you know, saying now you know I'm gonna be here. Uh, and, but no, man, it's always fun. It's always fun, man. And I love that shirt, man. Wu Tang forever. Yes. Yes. I gotta watch. Start watching season two. I haven't started watching uh, hey, the show got yet. To, you gotta get into it immediately, man. All right. Immediately. Okay. Stop playing. Hey, man, me, to think about. <laughs> I think I'm gonna wait till all the episodes are released myself. <laughs> it should be. Damn, it's probably damn near over by now. How long has been on? Hey, man, this is this, yeah. is this is the thing, man. Me, I watch. I watch so many shows now with the misses because I ain't got to do stuff like this no more. Before it's kind of like, oh, I got to do my show. I got to <laughs> right. like, do something. You know what I'm saying? Now it's kind of like, man, I guess yeah. I got to watch this show. So yeah, we got like ten. We got like ten shows on the plate. We haven't got to it yet. So uh, I, I love the first season. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get into it. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Drew. Yeah, we. You know, uh, I got your. I got your tag at the bottom there. Look what Drew did. Definitely keep up with what he's doing, and of course, my mind means matters. You know, I'm out here doing. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I need to get on the deep plan and start turning down stuff. Now I'm starting to get a little too busy, but hey, I no, got some it, more. Keep it going, Cuzzo. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just, I'm just playing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying myself right now. I got some good stuff going on, so keep it with me, and uh, definitely keep up with more media. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon, man. We'll, we'll definitely be back next week with more uh, Monday night means. Uh, it's no st trying to make it the better night of the week for all of us, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, to that degree, you, you know, they got Big E on Monday Night Raw now. That the, you gonna start watching that again? Uh, yeah, man. You know, hey, man, I'm like Issa Rae, root for everybody oh. black. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Be out <laughs> right, there. we got some black champions in WWE, man. We gotta hold them down. <laughs> the black champions. Oh my God, Vince is probably just going crazy right now. Back to back, right? Black we, champions. Oh. we gotta keep the ratings on before we give it to to Sheamus or somebody again. Nah, you know, he gotta give nah. it to. <laughs> if, 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 you see the white, you see the black champion. Don't keep the ratings up. We gonna give it to the white, whitest man he can he can outside of. Hey, Amen. Listen, we we move needles, we do big things. Just rock with the black folks. They listen to us. Take your own way. Say say the country say the countries up. Say the countries in this if you, if you've been rocking with war, you should know on that. So that's that's what's up. That's right. <laughs> that's right. 
We go right. sign off there for now, though. Great time, y'all. Hope y'all enjoy your week. Uh, yeah, be safe out there, and uh, yeah, let's let's go socks, man. Let's go sky, sky town, baby. We let's go socks. That's right. Thank you, brothers, man. Love y'all, man. Keep keep doing doing the damn thing. Yes, sir. That's right. All right, we out. See you.